Bonnaby is the premier podcast spotlighting people of color. Every week, we talk news, what we've been playing, and tell you who's invited to the cookout. Our show is all about talking about gaming through a prism of blackness because we are the culture. Welcome to Bukaka, y'all. Welcome to the Spawn of Me podcast with Khalif Adams. I'm your host, Khalif Adams. I hope you are doing well. I hope everything is good in your hood. I hope everybody can hear me as well as they can see me. Uh, I'm hoping that you're all doing well and everything is good wherever you may be. Please wash your hands, wash your butt. Make sure you are paying attention to all of those things in big ways. Massive love to our friends over from Team Liquid as well for sponsoring this episode of Spawn on Me. Make sure you are heading over to tl.gg slash spawn to get some love from them and pick up some dope, dope, dope clothes, uh, including, you know, this beautiful hoodie that I'm rocking right here uh, for all the people. There's some stuff in here. Look at this. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that right there. Look at this. Look at this dope hoodie from, from Team Liquid. I love y'all. Uh, massive love to them again. Uh, thank you, Anti Citizen. Appreciate that a bunch. Uh, massive love to you as well in chat. Uh, it has been, um, a little bit of a minute. We missed a, uh, stream last week, uh, because it was really busy. Last week was nuts, uh, in terms of stuff, uh, in terms of things that were happening, uh, in terms of all the things that I was up to, um, some that I can talk about some that I can't, uh, but hoping that we'll be able to do that stuff pretty soon, um, and dig into a lot of that, uh, a little bit later. Um, but you know, again, if you missed last week's episode, we had a, we had a banger of, of a show, you know, it, it, it kind of went up stealthily on, on the, on the podcast feeds, but you know, make sure you're checking out that and, and, and going and hanging out and, and watching and listening to that stuff. Uh, we're going to be doing some fun things very, very soon again with our friends from Twitch. Uh, we have a big show next week, so please make sure you're coming through. Uh, we're going to have, uh, DJ wheat is going to be on the show and, uh, another person from Twitch uh, as well. So, uh, we're going to be talking a lot about something that they're going to be doing next week. Uh, so I can't say everything yet, but the fam, uh, Marcus DJ wheat will be on the show, uh, rocking with us talking about some Twitch related things, uh, in that space. Um, you know, it's, it's been, <laughs> it's been hectic, uh, but it's been fantastic. You know, we, we talked about, you know, doing the activation for black history month with Twitch and, and being up on the, uh, on the billboard, uh, in times square, we, we, we rocked with that, uh, today. And I'll talk about this a little bit later in the, in the cookout section of the show, uh, about a really cool thing they shared out today, uh, uh, you know, giving us love, um, on the show and about the show through the Twitch channels, you know, massive, crazy numbers on, on the stuff that they were sharing out for, for everybody. Uh, and we'll talk about a little bit of the reaction to that as well, uh, that we got, uh, coming through, uh, <laughs> uh, about all that nonsense that came out. Um, so we have, a, we have a pretty big show in terms of news. There's been a lot of stuff to happen, lots of stuff happening in the gaming industry and a lot of stuff that's been going on around the world of gaming that, you know, some of it good, some of it not so great. Some of it has been pretty interesting to see kind of the way it's played itself out, but you know, I think what we've been able to do from a spawn of me perspective is kind of sit back and say like, what's the actual, like interesting parts that we're going to be able to dig into for this episode. So, uh, without further ado, let's run into the news with the four one one.
so we have a lot of stuff to talk about. We have lots of things to dig into in a in a big way. Um, there are some pretty interesting pieces of commentary that have, that have happened and kind of gone along um, in the space uh, for you know a couple of different things that have popped up uh, in the in the past twenty four to forty eight hours. I think you know the first thing that that's kind of in the space that. Um, I want to kind of dig into is the, you know, conversation around the Outriders demo that's supposed to drop tomorrow. Um, so there is a, uh, you know, a game that's coming out from People Can Fly uh, that I have been pretty excited about for a while. You know, it has been something that, you know, I've been hoping that was going to be coming out pretty soon. You know, ever since I've heard about it, I thought it was going to be something really cool. Uh, it's this is looter shooter set in the kind of anti uh, in the post apocalyptic world. But this one, you have a whole bunch of powers and, and, and cool stuff there, which, which again, I'm super excited about, you know, that game in and of itself, you know, from a graphical standpoint, looks pretty funky, you know, from a gameplay standpoint, it looks pretty great. Uh, I'm excited to see what people can fly, can do again, because I'm a big fan of the work that they do. Uh, big fan of Bullet Storm. They have done stuff in the space for a long time. That's been pretty damn amazing. So I'm, I am. I'm very, very excited for what was supposed to happen tomorrow. Um, some of the cool things that they've talked about specifically when it comes to, to the game itself has been around, you know, how they want to, you know, give people a taste of the game in a kind of larger sense. You know, usually when you get a demo or something like that, you know, you, you don't necessarily get, you know, what's the, be what's the best way to, way to put it? You don't necessarily get a full, taste of what the game can actually be which is which is pretty interesting to see when they when they go into it kind of kind of ham they're like yo we're going to give you a bunch of stuff that you're going to be able to kind of check out so you know i am i am super super hyped for that part of the conversation so i'm, I'm i want to check this thing out i'm going to be playing this pretty hard i know that i have been talking about outriders for a bit um i have been talking about you know if this is going to be my newest game to kind of dig into in a big way uh you know hoping that this is going to be something that is you know going to actually you know keep my attention you know i've fallen off of the fallen off of the destiny train i've jumped back onto the division 2 train um so i'm i'm hoping that this is going to keep my attention in a longer in a bigger way i think some of the things that they have kind of done or at least they've kind of broached in this game that that actually has me super excited is is kind of more around the classes that they that they have technomancer you know you know being able to kind of use time and space you know being able to you know use elemental you know, elemental powers in a way that, that makes it feel good. And, and one of the things I love about what they've talked about has been, you know, they want you to be really, you know, aggressive in the way that you play the game. They want you to, they don't necessarily want you to kind of sit and cover and, and, and do that kind of stuff. They want you to kind of run around a bunch and, 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 and tackle these, these enemies and tackle these fights in a, in a larger kind of more comprehensive way. I am really excited about that. Um, one of the other things that I'm, super hyped about is that they're going to actually let you play a bunch of it you know three hours of, of gameplay probably in total it's a full demo so you'll be able to play the first part of the campaign 
um the part that makes it even cooler is the fact that when you are playing with the in the campaign that that uh progress will carry over to the full game which is also extremely cool um i i feel like that's going to be a thing where you know uh, the the time that i'm going to spend is not going to be wasted in that way which i which i'm really excited about uh and the thing that's going to be really 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 dope is that I'll be able to play this cross play with everybody. They, they talked about this in their videos about, you know, making sure that anytime that you are able to, you know, play this game, you're going to be able to play this in a way that feels so much better because you're going to be able to play with all of your friends. That to me is, 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 you know, very, very cool. I, I, you know, it's a thing that, I'm I'm happy about, you know, you know, cross play as a thing. I, I wish that cross progression was that was the actual, you know, you know, carrot on the end of the hook. But you know, if you can do that in a way that that feels good and also feels like your characters are kind of growing and you feel like you're able to to do some of that stuff, it'll it'll make a lot of sense. And the fact that I can not have to worry about wherever I'm going to play it means that I'll probably play it on PC for the prettiest version of it and not have to worry about, oh man, how am I going to talk to people? How am I going to talk to everybody when I play? Uh, that's going to be the biggest, you know, potential issue, which I think will probably be fixed by Discord in that way. Um, so I, I, I want that to be a thing that, that's going to be in that space. I'm, I'm extremely hyped about what this game can potentially be, uh, we were supposed to be doing some work with them, you know, hopefully getting them on the show at some point, uh, to talk about the game in a, in a bigger, more comprehensive way. Uh, so that's going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think it has a possibility of, of being really cool. Like I, I have been in the mood for something very different. Um, and, uh, you know, it has a lot of gears of war feel they did uh gears of wars judgment uh people can fly did that game so they are familiar with you know that kind of gameplay that over the shoulder third person combat kind of kind of shooter so they have a pedigree in it uh which which makes a lot of sense uh we'll see what that means in terms of the way that game moves and the way that game feels because i think that that's going to be a big part of it uh and if they can nail that part which they they are really good at shooting and they're really good at movement as a, as a company uh, so I, ha I have pretty, pretty, pretty good amounts of faith in, in what they're going to be able to do in terms of, you know, what this, what this game is going to wind up being. I think that they're going to be able to, to really knock out a bunch of stuff that I was a little bit worried about, but also knowing that they are really good at those specific parts of gameplay. I'm, I am a little bit less worried in, in that respect, which I think is going to be, I think is going to be great. I think that's going to be you know, something that's going to be fun for us to be able to check out together as a, as a team and as a community and, and all that stuff. So if you want to get down and get on some, some, uh, some outlands, outlands, some outriders with me, let me know, shoot me stuff on Twitter where, you know, the demo goes up, you know, we're recording this on a Wednesday. It goes up on the 25th. Uh, so at nine, 9 AM PST is when it'll go up on our end, uh, for the West coast folks. Um, but yeah, it should be pretty, pretty fantastic. Uh, and I'm sure as soon as it goes up, everybody's going to be like, well, this is what it is. We, we have an idea of what that's supposed to be. Uh, so we'll see what it winds up being once we actually get it into, 
you know our spaces and get a chance to start to play it so um very 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 cool uh on that one I'm very excited about that for sure um the other story one of the other big stories of this week and there were a lot <laughs> it was it was not easy trying to figure out what we we're going to talk about this week because there are so many stories to talk about um you know if you were thinking about anthem uh which i doubt you were <laughs> i don't think that that's an actual thing i don't i don't think a lot of people were talking about about anthem um but you know there's been this conversation about you know whether anthem is going to kind of continue to do what it needs to do you know if it's going to continue to to be a thing um i i i i'm i feel so bad because the game has a lot of potential the game still had a lot of potential when it was kind of shelved when it when it kind of went to you know development hell um but you know christian daly announced today who was the studio director from bioware austin he says i know this will be disappointing to the community of anthem players who have been excited to see the improvements that we've been working on he says it's also disappointing for the team who de- who's been doing brilliant work uh, and for me personally anthem is is what brought him to bioware he says the last few years have been the most challenging rewarding experiences of his career um but there is no more Anthem. Anthem Next is not going to be a thing. The, the, re, the redux, the redo of what that game was supposed to be is not going to happen. Um, so, you know, we got to pour one out for Anthem uh, because it's just not going to be a thing anymore. I, I do wonder if how this changes the way BioWare kind of thinks of stuff. Do they wind up turtling to a certain extent and going back to the well with the things that they are pretty much known for? We already know a Dragon Age is going to happen. We already know that the kind of meat and potatoes of, you know, what they do are are, are going to be there. Uh, y- you know, it's, it's that stuff is just going to wind up being there in 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 those respects. But uh, I I don't I don't know what they're going to do in a bigger way. Uh, that's going to be, uh, I don't know for. Uh, like, I wonder what you do in a, in a space like that, where you have a game where it has good bones, but direction is off and you don't really have a way to kind of change the way that's going to work, but you also just don't have a good sense of what you could potentially do with those assets, what you can potentially do with that world everyone has moved off of that community in a big way. I don't think anybody's really playing that game at this point. Um, but you know, Bioware Austin makes good stuff. It's not like they don't like they're a studio that doesn't make good games. They just did. They had a real bad game with Anthem. And it makes me wonder if they're going to get a second chance to do a new IP in that way. Um, because they just didn't get any any love in that in that respect, they just weren't able to to kind of bridge that gap in a in a larger kind of more expansive way. When you start a new IP like that and it and it tanks, you really don't get a second chance to to build on that in that way. So I wonder what happens to, to Bioware Austin. I wonder if they basically get folded into the other parts of the gaming ecosystem in that way. Uh, and 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 I wonder what that means for them kind of going forward I, I it's such a rough such a rough way to, to to kind of you know go out you know like that stuff that stuff sucks when you when you wind up not being able to, to to kind of do that work in that way um so 
pour one out for for anthem i wonder if they are going to do like a end of world event um i i wonder if that's going to be an actual thing because i just don't know you know like is that going to be something that's going to happen in a way that you know is able to you know satisfy anyone who who did feel really excited about anthem and felt like you know they had a thing that was special there uh shout out to uh ospm shout out to him in the in the chat give ospm some love uh may contain action podcast one of the dopest podcasts on the planet uh he's running the boards behind that doing all the wonderful work for them uh with my fam trevor may and action jackson uh shout out to them i was on that show a couple a couple weeks ago um TDH says, uh, do we think anybody would even show up or log in for it? I think somebody would. Like, I think people would. I think, you know, the Matrix Online had their moment where people kind of came in and, and, and rolled through and kind of, you know, blessed it on the way out. And, and you know, they had their kind of party to let it to let it die, uh, which was interesting. Um, I, don't, I wonder if Anthem will have enough of that in it for that people would want to kind of rock with it and do that kind of stuff. Who knows? It's gonna be it's gonna be a wild ride to see what happens when they sunset that game in a in a bigger way. Um, it, it'll be cool to see if, if people actually show up for it. Um, our l- third story of the day um, is about my boy President Biden. Shout out to to, to President Biden and son. Uh, President Biden has you know. Uh, you know, been in office for, you know, a little over a month and a half, some change. Um, and there's been so many different things that have come up in terms of conversation about what he should be doing and what are the priorities for what he should be paying attention to. Uh, one thing that came up um, has been an actual problem, not only for, you know, us as game players and, and uh, us as consumers, but for, you know, if you ever wanted a GPU in, in this lifetime, you've been worried about this, or if you've been trying to figure out ways to you know, you know, you know, if you're a, a company that is big that makes CPUs, that's a part of the issue of finding enough, you know, uh, silicone to kind of have those things kind of move in the space. Uh, so President Biden uh, is ready to sign an executive order that will review the United States' ability to get a hold of certain things that it's having trouble getting a hold of. Um, some of those are semiconductors, and one of the main reasons behind the current PS5 and graphics card shortages. Uh, CNBC reported early in the month that a shortage of chips caused by pandemic interruptions by global supply chains is wreaking havoc across the world. Car manufacturers, car manufacturers, hardware uh, companies like AMD, Qualcomm, and and others are having issues uh, in also places like Sony and NVIDIA uh, because you can't build, you know, cards, graphics cards without semiconductors. So uh, it will be interesting to see if this is another kind of, you know, like America first kind of deal where we will try to figure, try to figure out like what's going to happen, um, in that space for, for American companies, is this going to be a thing where they're going to try to kind of like bum rush the market and, 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 and push it real hard to see that we can get stuff faster and earlier. Um, I, 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 I do wonder, uh, I do wonder what that actually means in a bigger way. You know, is it going to be, you know, something that, 
you know, Biden using an executive order for this is going to be a thing that people are going to really be mad about, of course, is the biggest conversation, which is COVID and how to kind of figure out how to, um, you know, combat that as an, as the actual problem first before tackling something like this. Uh, it is a, a huge problem of, of course, we don't know, especially with the way the market has gone. If, even if you do throw more semiconductors into the market and you wind up getting more graphics cards and more, you know, more, more, more pieces of hardware into the system, if bots and everything else won't snack it, snatch it up anyway, um, which is also a problem, a huge problem for the market, which is, you know, bots taking over everything. So I, 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 Ooh, it's, it's going to be weird, uh, in the way that, you know, folks are going to kind of come to this information and figure out, you know, if they, they feel like Biden is kind of like wasting his time. Everybody in their mama on my timeline has been like, yo, Biden, I don't give a F about no goddamn semiconductors. Where's my $2,000 stimmy? It's a reasonable thing to ask. I can't be mad at that. That's not a thing that I would be like, well, you know, that's kind of, you know, hey, you know, like stimmy 3090. Stimmy 3090. I think most people are like, yo, Stimmy, you know, like Jimmy is Stimmy. You know what I mean? Stimmy. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, I mean, look, if I, if I can't front, if I get my Stimmy, I was going to buy a PC with it. But I can't be mad. So, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm cycling that money back into the, into the semiconductor space in a real way. Um, but it, it, it will be really interesting just to see what that means for you know, things going forward, you know, how many more, you know, e executive orders will, you know, Biden and the current administration kind of use for things like this. You know, we already saw a conversation happen and pop up a little bit earlier this week about, um, about, uh, you know, uh, legislators talking about violence in video games. And again, you have this really interesting dichotomy of people not understanding the, the, the technical limitations and what that means for, you know, things like the video game industry, what that means for technology moving forward, what that means for, you know, how we as, 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 as consumers kind of come to the conversation from a political lens and how that balances itself out. Um, it, it will be weird to see, you know, the, the, the government kind of step in, in a place that's going to affect gamers in this way. Um, when to be fair, I would much rather an executive order get pushed out. That's going to help the, the infrastructure of the country get, get better. Like the semiconductor space is going to really affect some of the economy at a certain point. But I think that there, you know, supply and demand is going to be a big part of that conversation. You know, who's going to be able to get that, you know, get those semiconductors to be able to make the things they want to make. And then does that become an actual, you know, countrywide, you know, uh, technology push that we're like in the words of, in the conversations around America first, is that going to be our, 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 our kind of charge against, you know, pushing forward, kind of making that move really interesting conversation. Uh, you know, I want to, you know, if there are folks who are listening to the show and you have any way to, you know, get us connected to people in the white house would love to have somebody from the administration come on and talk about, you know, why this is important and why this is a thing that, you know, Biden is, is trying to, Try, trying to kind of go after um, at this moment, at this time. It, 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 is, a, it is a really fascinating conversation uh, and how that kind of plays itself out when it comes to 
you know, the actual games that we're going to be playing and, and all of that kind of stuff. It's, it's, it's kind of wild um, in, in that respect. Um, let's see. Is there anything else to dig into yet? Oh, um, so this past week, um, there was, I can't talk about specifics because I'm under NDA, but I was a part of a black content creator, uh, summit that happened at Twitch. Um, and it was, it was pretty cool. I think, you know, the, the things that I want to kind of talk about really fast before we go into our break is less about details because we can't talk about details, but more about the kind of overarching, you know, part of the conversation. And, and I'll be honest, I was, um, you know, there were a lot of gripes that, that came up because of the conversations that happened with black creators in Twitch that kind of went towards the platform. Um, there were, you know, it was nice to be around other black creators to feel that camaraderie and feel that kind of, you know, you know, uh, feelings of, of, of good vibes to be in the same room with, with your peers in that way. You wind up missing a lot of that stuff because of the pandemic. And you, and, and if you're not automatically in the same circles as those folks, like, oh, and this is for me, like, I know that I am in a space where because of the content that we do, it's harder for, for me to be able to do some of the stuff that, you know, most content creators are kind of in. I game, we game on our channel, but it's not the main thrust of the content that you wind up seeing on Spawn on Me. So the, the conversations are very different in the way that I approach these as opposed to, you know, some of the content creators in there. And also, you know, there are different, you know, we're all different. There's no monolith about how we kind of tackle all this stuff and how we look at the conversation in a big way. Uh, you know, there were conversations around the PogChamp stuff, uh, you know, conversations around, you know, how we all kind of maneuver, you know, conversations around moderation conversations around, you know, some of that stuff, which I think were, were, were handled pretty well from the, from the platform. But to be honest, like <sighs> this sounds shitty, but it's like, there is a layer of, of action that happens when you have people who, um, understand how to kind of maneuver within a system, even when you know that you're affected by it. So like the, 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 the foundation is like me as a black creator. And I've said this before, I'm always kind of balancing peace of mind with visibility. You know, if you think about what's happened with spawn on me in the past month for black history month, this is the most visibility we've had in a long time in major ways. We, you know, I'm on a billboard in times square. Uh, you know, they just put out this fantastic video that I'll show a little bit, you know, after the break. And, you know, there's a lot of eyes on us and right now in, in terms of what we're doing, I think rightfully so, like we deserve, you know, as many eyes as we get. Um, and that, that, you know, my relationship to, to the platform is very different than some of the other creators who, who wind up being at that summit. Um, and. I, at this point in my career, in my, in my video game industry career, um, I, I, I understand why people can be upset about a thing. I understand why people would be upset at the way that the platform treats them as a creator. I also understand the, the, the balance that it takes to, um, work with a platform while things are getting changed as opposed to kind of like shitting on shitting on the platform just because there's a gripe there. Like, I think that there's a balance 
because you're using the system, you're using the platform for, for gains that you want to get while also being highlighted and spotlit by them at the same time. So this isn't like one of those, um, like bite the hand that feeds you conversations. But for me, I'm always trying to figure out good ways to, um, work with the people who have influence in the places that, that I can occupy. Right. So I won't try to figure out ways to undercut myself by just throwing out gripes that don't have any real movement behind it. Like you can have a gripe with a thing and be mad about a thing and understand that, that at some point while waiting for the things that you're hoping to see that you have to work with the people who you have access to. Um, I think, I think that's to me is, is always the paramount thing. Like I always want there to be somebody hopefully who looks like me at the top of a thing. But if that person doesn't have power to actually help me get a thing done, and it doesn't matter who's, if that's a brown person or a green person at that, at that position, they can empathize and sympathize with me about the plight of my blackness and because, because they go through it. But if there isn't a person who is a decision maker at that level, then me basically kind of yapping at people to be like, yo, you ain't doing enough. Doesn't help. Um, and that's me. I, I you know, I, I will much rather back channel and try to get things done from a behind the scenes perspective while also giving the, the people who I know can listen and who are trying, um, good information that feels like it fits and does well for all of us. Um, and I didn't see a lot of that during that part of the, the conversation. And that to me was bothersome. It was a lot of complaining and it wasn't a lot of actual, like, how do we, how do we build something here, um, across, you know, even other creators, like, Usually for me, I'd love to be able to celebrate a win when it comes to that stuff. Like again, and I said this a couple, a couple months ago for, for, for all the things that Twitch does not do well when it comes to moderation and it comes to, you know, safeguarding people of color on the, on the platform because of the way society works and, you know, them not necessarily having all the tools they should have. There is also a space in which a lot of people who are working behind the scene give a shit and they're really trying to figure out ways to build up good ways for us to be able to be on the platform safely and, you know, showcase our blackness and do all that kind of stuff. And there have been a lot of opportunities that have been given to a lot of black creators in a way that I've not seen in the past four years and that have happened in the past two, you know, I'll, I'll even, I'll name some shit. So like, Lots of folks getting hosting gigs, all, you know, doing stuff directly with the platform. People have been getting shows paid for by, you know, the, the platform, which is a fantastic thing. Um, you know, the, 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 the black, the black history, uh, black history month stuff that they've done this year specifically has been phenomenal. They've done stuff with visibility. They've done stuff with discoverability. They've done stuff with, um, you know, showcasing us, me, some, a whole bunch of other, other people in the space in a way that they have put their money where their mouth is. It's not cheap to put up a billboard with some black people on it in Times Square. And they put up three of them for months, for like weeks into the motherlands was, it was a great show, right? I want Tanya to get another show. I want her to be able to get more stuff on the platform, right? Like but that takes working with the platform to do that stuff. You can, again, 
we all raise our gripes and we all raise our concerns. But at the same time, you have to work with the platform too in a way that feels like, hey, I care as much as you care about this kind of moving forward. And there wasn't a lot of that energy in that, in that conference. And that, that to me was sad. I was disappointed in that, to be fair. Um, and I wish that that wasn't the case because it, it kind of made me feel like there were parts of it that wasted my time. Um, and that sucks because all I want to do is work with really great folks who want to move the needle forward. Um, and if most of the time that you have is spent kind of complaining about the stuff without doing some introspection about like what's happening, then that's bothersome. That's like, I just don't have time for that because I'm too, I'm, I'm too driven and I'm too busy to fuss about everything instead of trying to figure out like, what can we get done? That's actually going to move something forward. I'm past the, the, the moment of fussing because fussing doesn't do shit. It, it raises awareness, but we already know what the problems are. And that's on the platform to, to kind of help us move that forward. But like, also that's on us to figure out like, what are we going to do? So, um, that, 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 that's my, my, my angle on that. Like, I, I, I'm happy I got a chance to go do it. Um, I want to do it again, but I will, I will ask for different things for the next time that I go. Um, and a lot of that wasn't based on the platform, not doing what I think that they could have done in that space. It was more about the people who were in the room kind of like shitting on all the stuff that could have been done. And that doesn't do anything in my, as my estimation, it just doesn't, it's just not, it's not good energy. It doesn't provide any way for you to want to collab. It doesn't, you know, I want to work with a lot of those people who are in that thing, but it's just like, if that energy is going to be the energy that, that you bring into a project, when you know that that's going to be a thing, then like, eh, that sucks. It's whack. Um, so we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we're going to do that real fast. And then we're going to come back with a little bit of what we've been playing and a little bit of who's been invited to the cookout. So we'll be right back after this. Uh, hold on to your butts. Uh, we'll be right back after this. Welcome to what you've been playing, what I've been playing, what we've been playing, what everybody's been playing. What up, what up, what up? This is the Spawn of Me podcast. I'm your host, Kylie Fathoms. If you missed the first part of the show, we had a lot of cool conversations about, you know, the Black Twitch Creator Summit. We talked about Biden using his EO powers. We talked about Outriders demo. We talked about a bunch of cool stuff in that space, in that joint. Um, so um one of the cool things that I've had a chance to play of late that I, you know, I wouldn't, hadn't had a chance to talk about yet because I was under NDA, uh, was I got a chance to play Watchdogs Legion online component. So the online component of Watchdogs Legion, I got a chance to play a couple of weeks ago. Um, I'm supposed to be putting up a preview or at least a, a video of it soon. It's just been so busy. I haven't had a chance to do it. Uh, so it's been nuts in terms of that kind of stuff. Um, and, and let me say, I am actually very, very excited about what they're doing, um, in the space. Um, so one of the cool components to the online part of Watchdog Legion is they have a spider bot, uh, spider bot mode. Um, and it is a lot of fun. So there's, there's kind of a couple of different modes that you wind up playing. One is the uh, spider bot mode that I'm showing now on stream where you basically have this battle arena with two, you know, with your spider bot and some other spider bots where you're all fighting. 
um, which is really dope and a lot of fun. Um, and then it also has this other component where you and other folks um, are, you know, basically doing missions together, but they're, they're kind of, you know, longer missions. They, they're, they're more involved. They take multiple steps to be able to finish and complete. Um, and those are brilliant. Like they are super cool. Uh, it's like these co-op missions and then they have these kind of even more intricate, more, more, more kind of deeper ones where you, you have like multi-layered, multi-leveled, uh, objectives to kind of finish and, and, and kind of do together. And if you don't like you wind up going back to your checkpoint and having to start all over again, the difficulty on those are hard. They are not easy, but it is, it is cool to be able to kind of, you know, recruit people in real time into the world. And then you wind up using the people very specifically for certain tasks that you need. So like there was one character that I recruited who we were doing this bank heist or not, a, not a bank heist. We were doing this kind of um, data, data, data heist. And we were kind of rolling through this, this part of the world. And we basically had to like all the way from like one side of the map to the other side of the map had to figure out how we were going to, you know, kind of complete, you know, some of these missions. We, we were trying to figure out how we were going to, you know, do these things from across the world together. And, uh, you know, we had to simultaneously hit these buttons. You were like coordinating with our part of the team and the other part of the team and saying like, Hey, you know, at this moment, like you got to hit your part and then I hit my part and then we can kind of do what we need to do. And it was dope because we were like, we were trying to figure out ways to coordinate. We were trying to figure out ways to, you know, make sure that our team, you know, was doing exactly what they need to do, trying to figure out how to infiltrate while also trying to figure out how to pick, you know, good people to, to kind of use their skills correctly during those parts of the mission. Uh, so you wind up picking different people based on the, 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 the kind of needs of the team. And it was cool. Uh, it was challenging as hell. Uh, and we wind up not really getting a lot of it done because it was just like kind of difficult to be able to do it. But it feels like if Watch Dogs Legions had a raid, these would be like those special kind of raid missions, you know, like, you know, like in Grand Theft Auto five, when you kind of did a heist, it feels like those, uh, but in the world of Watch Dogs Legion, which was, which was super cool. Um, the battle bot stuff is just pure fun. You know, the, the spider bot stuff is, is pure fun. You have these power-ups on the map. They have a couple of different maps, like two or three. Um, and at first I was like, ah, this isn't going to be that cool. It's not going to be that fun. I had the most fun playing that mode. That mode was actually the best part of it. Um, in terms of at least the stuff that I was kind of had a quick chance to play. Um, it's fast, you know, there are these, these, uh, it's kind of like four people in a room. You go get your power-ups. You can shield yourself. You have these laser beams. You have all these different kinds of weapons that do different kinds of damage. Um, and again, like you can, you can customize your bots a little bit based on some stickers and cool stuff like that. But I was really surprised how well it felt, how good it felt, you know, how much fun I had playing it. And I was like, like really pleasantly surprised at how fun and cool it was. So you know, Watch Dogs Legion is, is going to kind of drop. I forgot exactly when that online part of the, the game is going to is going to be live for people. Um, but I, you know, my expectations changed a bunch. 
it made me want to go back into that game and, and play more of it in a way that um that makes me excited to jump back into that world again um i, I kind of like left it for a minute because i was you know swapping out pcs and stuff but uh that stuff from a gameplay perspective i can see myself playing a lot of it if people wind up jumping into it i am a little bit worried that it's going to be a thing where those modes are not going to be getting a lot of love uh in that way um that to me is a little bit a little bit sad because i just don't think that a lot of people are going to go back to a game that that kind of started off in a single player mode and then the online comes in a little bit after it goes live those that usually doesn't really do uh a lot for people um that's usually not the way that works for most folks uh so i'm a little bit worried about that but i i'm hoping that at some point this gets an audience i would love to see people kind of play with this like this would be a fun tournament kind of deal too like if you were to get, you know, you, you make some rules up for it and, and do that kind of stuff, it would be pretty cool to make a tournament out of this thing. Um, Too Familiar asks in the chat, they say, uh, does it feel like heist mode like GTA Online? A little bit. Um, There isn't a lot of, you know, pre-planning like you would do in GTA Online's heist modes. There aren't a lot of like, okay, we have to do this part, do this part, do this part. There are sections of it where you are starting off in one particular thing and your objectives change based on, you know, what part you have to do next. So the one mission that we did, um, wind up having, wind up having basically like, you know, three or four different, uh, you know, parts to it that you had to complete in a sequence. And then once you got through that part in the sequence, you were able to kind of move to the next part. That was really cool. That was a lot of fun. That was, um, you know, it just took a lot of coordination. So it's not a thing that you're going to be able to complete if you don't have people on microphones. It's not going to be a thing that you're going to want to play if people aren't on comms. You're not going to want to play this thing uh, in... You're not going to want to play this thing in... Uh, with randoms. Like, that's not going to be a thing. Um, don't do that. <laughs> it's not going to be fun for you if you do it in that way. Um, but overall... I had a blast with the online version, the online mode in, in, in Watch Dogs Legion. I was surprised at how much fun I was having with it, having fairly low expectations of what I was going to be able to kind of dig into it, um, in that way. Um, I've also been digging in, digging in, 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 uh, that's not even a word. I've also been digging back into the division two, uh, I'm continuing to level up my character, kind of running through the, the manhunt stuff in there. Uh, that's been a lot of fun playing that for sure um and i'm trying to think what else have i actually been playing and getting ready for it hasn't been a lot i've been really busy with some secret projects that i've been doing so uh gaming hasn't really been a thing in the past couple of like week and a half um and plus i have to break down this new machine and, and put in the new pc for the new stream pc uh very very soon so that's probably going to happen these weekends and yeah, and the Division 2 updates have been, have been very good. That plus Godfall updates have been very, very good as well. Um, so uh, a, lot of, a lot of cool stuff in that space for sure. So, you know, if you're looking for something to play, I'm definitely going to be jumping on the Outriders uh, demo uh, tomorrow uh, and during the weekend. I don't know how long it's up for, uh, but I'll be playing a bunch of that. And then definitely doing some more of uh, Division 2. I need to get some more Mortal Kombat in because I just need to. That's my palate cleanser for a lot of stuff. Oh, I'm an idiot. 
the thing I've been playing a whole bunch of has been um I've been playing a bunch of zombies on God uh, uh, God of War on Call of Duty, playing a bunch of that uh with uh the fam Rihanna and fam uh Danny Pena and the fam Angela Renee from What's Good Games, playing a bunch of zombies and it's been so much fun. It's so good. I forgot how good zombies was. Uh, so I'm very, very excited to play a little bit of that. Um, probably tonight. I'm probably going to jump on right after the show uh, tonight to get some more in because I, I, I'm dying to play some more. Uh, we got up to level 36 the last run that we had and uh, we, we beat the boss. Uh, and now I'm trying to get to, to the higher levels on that for sure. Um, let's see. What else is up? Let, you know what? Let's, let's get into who's invited to the cookout before we get up out of here uh, for this episode. I think we got most of the stuff. So welcome to the cookout is, uh, a lot of stuff this week. We have a lot of cool stuff to talk about for who's invited, who's not invited to the cookout. Um, this week is going to be a little bit of a bunch of not, not bragging, but it's, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun. I think, you know, we haven't had a chance to talk about and have this segment in the show for a minute. Cause it's just been too busy to kind of pull it into the normal show. But, um, I've been really excited that again, the stuff that we've been able to do with Twitch, I think it's been, been a lot of fun to be able to showcase what we do. The love we've gotten over the internet has been bonkers. Um, it has been very, very cool to see so many people recognize the work that we're doing and, and having Twitch very specifically showcase us in a way that, that feels great has been super cool. So, so real quick, if you haven't seen the, uh, the video that they put up on Twitch, uh, I'm going to share that real fast and, uh, uh, let you, ro let you rock with that. And then we'll have a little bit of a conversation about, you know, what that means. In the video game space, there isn't a lot of places for us to kind of gather and talk about our feelings. And so we decided to, to go out on a limb and, and, and go on the podcasting route. If this isn't like censored or anything, right? You can say whatever you want. This is, this is our Do show. Do it. Go off, queen. Go off. I think that there is a big need for people to tell truth about their experiences, to be able to talk about racism or to talk about, you know, black hair or to be able to talk about black culture. It, it feels really nice to be able to be as black as you want and as black as you feel. One of the things that I want to see is that we feel like we can be safe on all the platforms that we, that we play and stream on. I think that's going to be a huge part of moving forward. So, so big shout out to, to the folks at Twitch for putting that together again, like stuff like that is just dope. <laughs> like it's cool to be a part of stuff like that, where it feels like the, 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 the work that we're doing is, is making a difference. It feels like, you know, the stuff that we're pushing out is, is actually making something happen. You know, when you get into this line of work, you know, you're going to get shitted on, you know, you're going to get a lot of people who hate on you you know you're going to get a lot of stuff that, that winds up getting into your bag and getting into your space, which, again, like I talked about this earlier, I'm always cognizant of the balance there between the harassment that I'll get, but the visibility is, is going to be way more important. So, like, as of when I last looked at the video that they put up on their Twitch, to, I mean, on their Twitter today, 
you know, there was like 24, 25,000 people who looked at that thing, hating on it, loving on it, all that kind of stuff. There was one very, very particular and very, very funny, uh, funny to me, uh, uh, comment that came up pretty early in the thread. Um, and this person is not invited to the cookout. So I just want you all to know that they are not invited. So again, when you see stuff like this, anyone know of any white only podcasts? I can only, I can watch with no blacks, please. Double standards are amazing. This person is not invited to the cookout. They tried to delete this tweet during the show, <laughs> during, during the day, because I basically was laughing at him and I was like, yo, this is one of the wildest funniest shit I've seen in a long time. And it's wild because it's like, again, this is the thing that, this is the thing that, uh, that, that makes me laugh all the time is that one, if you looked at and you heard the piece that was just run, there was no, in not any part of that whole conversation, did it say that spawn on me excludes white people or anybody else from participating in our show, being on the show, rocking with us as a guest, listening to the show. You've never heard me in the eight years of this podcast be like, white people don't listen to Spawn on Me. That's never been a thing. But it's amazing because you have to understand that folks like this, one, have terrible reading and, 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 and understanding comprehension. Racist people have the worst comprehension. Like they don't even understand how to listen to stuff and have it filtered into their very teeny brains in a way that lets them understand that the thing that you just said isn't even what happened. This person, this person made a, a, a judgment call on, on me and Twitch and everybody else to say, anyone know of any white only podcast I can only, that I can only watch with no blacks, please. Double standards are amazing. First of all, there's no double standard. Second of all, there are way more white, white people podcasts than, than black people podcasts on everything. Um, anti, anti citizen in the chat says you guys have collaborated with giant bomb too. And they're hella white. They're one of the whitest podcasts on the planet. One of my favorite podcasts on the planet. Cause I've been a huge giant bomb fan forever. I love that crew. I, I like idol. Like those are my idols in some ways in terms of the work that they've put in for, for how many years they are a, without giant bomb. There wouldn't be a spawn on me without white shows that were like uh weekend confirms the one up show giant bomb, you know, uh, uh, stuff from IGN, they wouldn't be a spawn on me. And, and that's the part that's so dumb is because it, it you can have anytime you talk about owning a space or making a space yours, this instant rebuttal from people that is really knee jerk to be like, well, you're taking something away from me. Why can't I have my own, my, my own thing when you've already had your own thing makes no goddamn show makes no, I mean, not no show makes no goddamn sense. It makes no sense. I've been on. Yeah, exactly. DJ Hepcat is like, yo, how many times have you been on DLC? I've been on, I've been I love, I love Kanata and, 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 and Spicer. Those are the fam. Those are, those are fam. Right. So like the idea that that's a part of the equation, especially when you get spot, you know, you have the spotlight spotlight on you from a really big, you know, company like Twitch is the reason why we do this work is because there are so many people who don't know us 
and don't know the work that we're doing. Like, I don't, like, I don't, I don't get mad about the, you know, you know, who are you and you don't, you don't do a lot. Of, who are you in this space and what, and I've never heard of you. So you don't, so you must not be anybody. I'm like, look, if I wanted to flex on y'all in a real way, I could just open up my camera app and show you the pictures of the people I hang out with when I go to shows. I don't do that because that's stupid and kind of funny. Like Greg Miller is the homie. Tim Geddes is the homie. Nick Scarpino is the homie. Like all those people are the homie, right? So this idea of that, like spawn on me doesn't rock with white people doesn't make sense. What we do do is spotlight people of color, spotlight conversations from black folks, spotlight what we do as black people and why and how it affects us in the video game space. It ain't that hard. Y'all just can't read. <laughs> That's the part that makes me laugh. It's just like, how many y'all just can't read? It's a telltale sign of the, 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 the negligence of the school systems around the world that you can see that video and that can be the response that you get. You mother suckers just need to go to school and learn how to read. If I'm gonna build something with Twitch, I'm gonna build a reading comprehension center. Cause a lot of y'all motherfuckers can't read <laughs> and it's silly and it's sad. Um, so, um, I, I wanted to share that because I, I, I think the, the, the thing to remember is the show that we do, shout out to big John, shout out to big John, shout out to big John with the rate. Um, the thing that, the thing that is the most important part about all of that is that when when you when you're on the precipice of doing something really really cool you have lots of people who just don't understand how it can be you and not them what's good upper room ak we're we're going to talk to all the folks who came in in the raid right at the uh in the post show so so hang out for a little bit we're almost done with the main show um so understanding that people just don't want to rock with you because they just don't understand that other people are giving you kudos and giving you love because they understand that you are doing something special. Continue to try to do something special because there's a lot of people who just can't figure it out. They just don't understand it. They, they can't understand or fathom that you have talent. They can't fathom that you have done a lot of work. They can't fathom that people in an industry like you, they can't even fathom that the, the streamers that they rock with or the people that they do content with ain't really that important. That's the thing. That's the funny thing. The cats that the, the, the cats that they were talking about when they were like, well, you're not this show, you don't, you're not this person. I was like, them cats don't even get in the rooms that I get into. So y'all need to calm that down. Most of the people, when they look at them, they're gonna be like, who that? They see me, they be like, yo, what's up, Kyle? How you doing? Come in. I'm not stressing about people on that side of the fence because I'm way past that side of the fence. I've been past that side of the fence for the past five years. So, um, it's, it's a thing to continuously remember that we as black creators and we as folks in this space are continuing to do fantastic work in every, in every place that we land, you know, shout out to, you know, folks like big John that just came into the room, uh, who is, who is a fantastic, you know, content creator. Uh, you know, he has been in the space and a person that I look up to because of the work that he's been doing. Uh, he is brilliant uh, at what he does and deserves a, a bigger spotlight as well. Uh, like, again, there is so much of us that are doing really cool stuff. It's just a matter of time before we break through or it's a matter of time before we build something else that 
that that that just removes the barriers that we already see in the space and it's just a matter of time again twitch is doing what it's doing and, and it's, it's building out good ways to kind of bridge some of those gaps but there's still a lot of work to be done there's still a lot of people who can get love there's still a lot of people who deserve to get a lot of love and respect in here and the, the time is coming there's going to be a moment when i'm not here and i'm not getting love and there's going to be a time when somebody else takes my spot it's circ it's certainly cyclical in that way we've seen that happen with numerous streamers over the years where that whole thing winds up happening often enough uh so like that part i'm not worried about um in that way so when those cats is like we're all the white podcast i'm like that you just hit apple podcast up and just point is <laughs> a lot of that which is which is super super weird um we're going to get up out of here for the, for the main show. If you have just come into our stream over here on Twitch, hang out. Cause we're going to be giving people love in the post show. So you have any questions or you have any comments that you want to share. Uh, we'll do it right after that for the people who are listening here in podcast land, uh, and on YouTube, uh, please. And thank you for, for being here, uh, this week and every week for respond on me. We, again, I, I massively appreciate all the work that you all have. Uh, again, next week we have a really big show. DJ wheat will be on the show. Uh, and some other folks from Twitch to talk about some of the cool stuff that they are going to announce probably very soon. Uh, and, 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 and talking about some of that stuff. Uh, and yeah, we have really cool things that are coming up, uh, very, 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 very shortly, uh, in terms of stuff that I'm working on, uh, projects you'll see me aligned with, uh, sponsorships, a lot of cool stuff. I'm probably going to try to get my, my, my new PC up and running soon. So you'll get a look at that. Uh, and also check out the, you know, the YouTube stuff for more videos uh, of the show and, and other, other content that's going to be coming up pretty, pretty soon. Uh, everybody who is here, we will see you all very soon. Everybody in podcast land, uh, much love to you. Uh, we'll see you all next week. Oh, and also check out corner three. Corner three is our other podcast, our basketball podcast that I host with Nikki Grayson and John Warren over at Fanbyte. Uh, we're going to be talking about the, um, uh, the folks who got picked uh, for the all-star game. Uh, that's going to be the main part of the conversation for that part of our show. That's going to drop on Friday. Uh, so keep an eye and ear out for that stuff as well. Everybody else, we'll see you all in a second. Uh, we'll be back in about two and two.